You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here for a new show today and the first of a series uh, that we'll be doing this season called Matchups. And we'll look forward each week to the uh, matchups with the, the Ravens have uh, in this week, of course, the Texans in that first game of the year. And uh, me and my co-host, Frazier Tafar, uh, will do the show together and each have something we're bringing in terms of a, of a matchup we want to want to look at. And uh, the theme might be a one-on-one element. It might be a play concept. It might be a team strength or weakness. Uh, but that's the idea. And Frazier, uh, good to be doing this show with you. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Ken. Uh, excited to be here. Um, can't wait to see Ravens football coming up this Sunday. It's been a long time coming. And uh, getting ready to come into these matchups and see what we have. Yeah. Very, very excited to do the show. Appreciate doing the preseason previews with you. I thought that was a lot of fun, and we thought we'd give this a try. The idea is on your Sunday morning commute to the game, you'll have something to listen to that's fairly short, hopefully around 20 to 25 minutes at the at the top side, which is very short for the shows that I'm used to doing, of course. And and uh, you know some of the shows with Frazier during the, during the preseason were longer than that because we had a lot yeah. more to think about what we're looking at. These will be more bite-sized we think in terms of having something you can uh, you can listen to on the way to the park so anyway you, you tell me frazier do you want to talk offense or defense first uh let's go offense all right well let's talk about the offense a little bit because i'm not even sure there's a matchup we need to see right now because i have no idea what this ravens offense is going to look like tomorrow yeah we, we have some thoughts what do you think i think uh we we saw a lot in the preseason that we didn't see under Greg Roman. I think uh, 
there are some things that we can take from the preseason and maybe infer that we can see that coming up this week on Sunday. But I think we're going to see a lot of different things that we didn't see in the preseason, um, specifically past concepts that are more than elementary. I think Munkin tried to stay generic and his concepts just slants, goes, hitches. It's nothing too serious. I'm waiting to see how he deploys the playmakers we have on offense. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, it's not it's not even just that. It's spacing to me is the most important thing. How can he create space in the way that's kind of been promised to us? That would be number one. Maybe the second thing to go with that, though, even more significantly, is can Lamar Jackson take advantage of that space? He's a different kind of quarterback. He likes to extend plays. Not really a pre-timed player, so I don't know how much that would have played into Monken's offense ahead of time, but it's just not really Lamar's game, I don't think, to play under a, a seriously structured system. It's more like he, he moves around, looks for opportunity, throws off schedule, and I think to, to a degree that they reduce his option to do that, I think they probably reduce Lamar Jackson in some ways. I think that is a valid point. Um, to the notion about spacing, that kind of plays into the style Lamar has been accustomed to to this point. I think now under Munkin, he has potential to be that pre-read quarterback who's able to dissect the defense and see where he wants to go. Uh, the one thing that comes with spacing is you get these plays where receivers are running wide open because the play design is just too good and you have action going one way and you have another play and go the other. It creates those easy home run throws for Lamar and it's, it's a big it's a big difference between Greg Roman because you would see a lot of receivers in the same area or just not really well thought out concepts, just a bunch of people are dragging across. So it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I, th I think it will be. The, I'm really looking forward to Lamar proving that he can get over the hump and figure out the one-on-one -on -one matchup that he can exploit and take advantage of it. He's got some, he's got some good opportunity for separation. He's got Bateman, who's an outstanding route runner. And he's got Flowers on the other side, who is an incredibly sudden athlete. We've seen that all during camp, a little bit during the preseason, some some suddenness to to just break quickly off from a from a cornerback. Uh, uh, Going to be very interesting to see how that goes. And uh, really want to make sure that Flowers is kind of given a designated assignment to basically take the top off the defense when he's used in in, in gadget plays and anything that orbits motion or um, otherwise uh, keeps him in for a wide receiver screen type play or jet sweep, whatever it might be. I think those plays actually will take away from the Ravens offense. They'll be doing the other team a favor when they allow them to come up closer to the line of scrimmage uh, because of this. So it's uh, uh, I think that use of flowers is going to be critical, but they do have tons of guys who can still run gadget plays. Yeah. And I think the, I think, the key to the Ravens offense that we're not going to see are these wide receiver screens. I think that's something we didn't see in Greg Roman's offense and they are valuable if ran correctly. And the concept is there with the formation. Um, for example, if you have trips, right. And it's three receivers to the right. And maybe a tight, like Andrews to the left alone on his side, that's an RPO threat to either throw to Andrews in the flat or maybe throw a bubble to the right or just give. So it's a lot of different options that Monk can 
brings to the table because he's so multiple and how he attacks the defense. He's not just a two tight end set, three tight end set, or occasionally on third down, we'll go with three wide receivers. I think he's able to mix and match personnel very well. He certainly did that at Georgia and, and, you know, the Ravens, a lot of their receiving talent remains at tight end. Uh, Mark Andrews supposed to be back for this first game, but even if he isn't Kolar and likely represent a substantial amount of receiving talent, you wouldn't want to just have one tight end on the field with this team. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a sensible way to run your offense necessarily, but the skill position players, very deep and very talented on this team. I can see times when they might want to have pony on the field, uh, particularly with a player like Keaton or with a player like Hill mm-hmm. as the second running back, perhaps split wide the way that Washington does it. Uh, I can see times when they want to have two or even three tight ends. I can see times when they want to have a fullback in there for sure. And I hope they don't completely forget how to do that because yeah. that's, that's going to be important for closing out games and limiting defensive snaps also. Um, and I, you know, there's certainly, you can see, you can see times when they'll want to have four wide receivers on the field. So it's it's a uh, it's an interesting set of offensive playmakers, and and I think at least the best since '96 that the Ravens have had. That '96 team was very talented in terms of the wide receivers they had, and they had a good quarterback too. But uh, uh, in, in terms of the the skill position players, um, you know, obviously Lamar. There's no comparison to Vinny Testaverde, but but, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> but it's a it's a it's quite a talented uh, set of skill position players. Yeah, I'm excited to see how. I think. Devin DuVernay is going to be one of those pieces that we're going to have to see how it's going to go this year. I know he's been rumored to be an option to be traded later in the season for maybe one of those late season trades that we have usually. But I think if we can put him strictly in that gadget role and free up Zay to be able to be that elite over-the-top receiver like a hill – I think that can really open up the offense and the way Munkin wants to take care of uh, Lamar and how he governs the offense. Because going from a run first to a, I want to think this is going to be more of a balanced approach rather than everyone wanting it to be pass. I think we're going to show that, yes, we can pass, but we're going to be able to establish the run as well. And I think it's going to be crucial with Devin because he's the one that's going to be able to spring us opens with those uh, sweeps coming across or those end arounds. Yeah, lots of lots of ways they can use Devin that were more than they used in the past. Obviously, not not the greatest route runner. One of the nice things about having Devin Duvernay around is if the other team is just constantly playing zone defense, Devin Duvernay is a guy who can get open against zone just mm-hmm. because, hey, you don't have to throw the same kind of juke on a wide receiver opposite you. Uh, at the top of the stem in that case. And that's, so that's a, uh, you know, a additional opportunity to use him. I'm really looking forward to, do the Ravens stick with some mesh concepts mm-hmm. to try and maintain the optionality, some of the readability of Lamar Jackson, or are they really going to cut down dramatically on design runs and pretty much just rely on Lamar to scramble? Yeah, I think there is going to be time and places for the design run. I think uh, with Greg Roman, it became predictable on when we would have a QB counter or just the QB power. Uh, Now, I think Munkin might be more strategic on it. I think we're not going to see a design run from Lamar early in the game or even right after halftime. I think he's going to be strategically picking 
and choosing when he unleashes Lamar's legs. Uh, with Greg Roman's offense, it was so run-centric. It was almost like if Lamar doesn't run, the offense can't – it can't go. So yeah. now that Munkin is a balanced coordinator that almost leans toward the pass, now when we're in, say, uh, twins or we have two tight ends, two receivers, and a back – you don't know if we're going to pass or if we're going to run with the QB option. So it's going to be big time for us to have that multiplicity. Yeah. I, I well, I, I hope that it's all there. And that's one of the things I really want to see. And you know, this is our first show of matchups and our first matchup is not a matchup at all. It's the Ravens versus themselves mm-hmm. is, you know, can they, can they put something on the field that's, that's effective uh, in the, uh, uh, you know, in terms of what they do offensively. And it's, this is a great treat. You know, we, we saw it with McDonald. We certainly saw it with Wink Martindale way back when, but when you get a new coordinator, it's a very exciting time to see just what your offense might be. And uh, Greg Roman, we actually knew a little bit about him before he became the offensive coordinator in 2019, but it sure as hell was fun to watch what that offense became very quickly under Roman uh, in terms of just how effective they were in that 2019 season. Yeah, and I'm hoping the Ravens can catch some of that fire coming in with a new offensive coordinator, not really knowing their their scheme and their uh, style of offense. I think I hope we can get an advantage on the rest of the league because uh, it didn't seem like the league catched up to the Ravens until that playoff game, which was just I think Tennessee out physical dust, and they just wanted it more. It was a more of a schematic thing, I think. Uh, if the Ravens can keep that edge this year, I think we'll be able to finish the job. All right. Well, let's move over to the defensive side. I'm going to let you introduce this topic. Yes. So on the defense, the main thing for the Ravens is, can they put pressure on Stroud in his first NFL game? Um, I think that the Texans have a decent offensive line. It's not great. It's not good it's serviceable to the point where you can run or pass behind it. They have all pro left tackle and Tunsil. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how our outside pass rushers and Ajabo and Owe, how they're going to fare, especially after we've seen Owe's performance in the preseason. I mean, uh, Ajabo's preseason performance, a little disappointing. Maybe he is holding back a gear. We hope, but, I think this game is going to be the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate. Simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items, tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org a big test to see where he's at just to give you an idea now the titans sorry the titans the texans have six guys on ir currently another guy charlie heck has already been ruled out for the game titus howard is the latest guy to go ir josh jones is going to start at right tackle we believe which means i believe that jared patterson is going to be coming in and playing left guard kendrick green is a cast off from the steelers uh honestly if you talk to steelers fans they they curse the draft pick in terms of what happened. He had, a, he had a bad year in 21. He, I think he got hurt in 22, but he didn't play at all. Let's put it that way. And so uh, he's, he's here with the Texans in year three, trying to restart his career at center. Uh, Shaq Mason, a pretty good guy at, at, at right guard. And Josh Jones has not been terrible either. He's, he's part of the crew that is departing from Arizona as they apparently tank the season. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're <laughs> a lot of their good players have been traded. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think, the, like I said, their offensive line is, it's 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 decent, it's serviceable. I think interior, uh, pass rush wise, uh, not even just pass rush in general. I think we're gonna have a good game. I think that's where we could potentially exploit the Texans, especially in that between the left guard and the center. Uh, Shaq Mason's a really good right tackle and I mean, right guard in this league. And, um, he potentially can keep that up this year, one year older, but, uh, I, I expect Travis Jones, Brent Urban, Roderick, and, uh, Michael Pierce to have a good game. I, I, I want to pick out one of them and I know you have an edge player or two you're really excited to see, but I'm, I'm going to just mention, I think Travis Jones could be one of the keys to this game. You got a weak set of interior linemen. They don't have a lot of continuity. They haven't played together very much. And you have an opportunity to create the one-on-one matchups uh, for Travis Jones in this game, whether you play him at nose or whether you put him at three in a one-three type alignment. If you put him at nose, you have to blitz around him, but they've got weakness there. So that's not a that's not a terrible idea. 
and it, it'll it'll could really create some good opportunities for Travis Jones to get get on the board here. I, I I'll go on uh, I'll be on the phone for his first NFL sack in this game. Actually, I'm not even sure if it's his first NFL sack. He might have had one last year, but I'll, I'll put him on the first sack of the season this year. Yeah, I think this is the opportunity for him to showcase what he can do, especially in the interior pass rush. Uh, we know that we have good run defenders. I think we're looking for that next step in our defensive line since our secondary is decimated at this point, uh, minus Marlon Humphrey. Even with Marlon, I think we still need to prove that our pass rush can help out the back end as well. Mm-hmm. So, but you have other guys I know you like on the off uh, in terms of their particular matchup, or you want to see them tested by their particular matchup. Yes, I think, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we saw Lojabo in the preseason. I think uh, we saw a glimpse of what he can bring to the season, but the only person that we haven't seen is Adafi Owe. And he's the minus clowny. He's the vet in the room uh, in regards to the Baltimore Ravens outside linebackers. Um, he He's going to be going to get up against Tunsil, I'm assuming, majority of the game. Um, I really want to see where he is in his development if Chuck Smith's pass rush guru intel has helped at all the way uh, they've pro- they've uh, projected, um, especially because he's been trying to focus on his signature move. Can we see that this game? Because um, I don't see too much from Tavius Robinson being mm-hmm. a contributor. Uh, obviously, we're going to see Clowney in there, I think, more so on early downs and third down for obvious rundowns. And then maybe on pass downs, I think they might let that be taken up by a Owe and a Jabo and then maybe kick uh Clowney inside. But I think Owe is gonna be the key matchup coming into the, the game on defense. Be potentially a huge game. If he if he has a big game in week one here against Tunsil, yeah, that'll go a long way towards us believing in a breakout season for him. I, it, the pressures have been good. They've been there. It's really not a problem with him. And pressures are the stable statistic, as people like PFF and other a- analytics people would tell you. If you have pressures, they'll eventually get improved and, and become sacks. We've seen it with some of the pass rushers here over the years. Darius Smith, probably an excellent example, had three and a half sacks, and I think he hit the quarterback 16 times the year before. He had eight and a half sacks, and then he went off and made the big money. Very, you know, a pretty solid possibility we see something like that from OA this year. Uh, obviously, didn't have a good sack year last year, but uh, uh, maintained a, a good high pressure level. And hopefully, he finishes more this year. And it'd be great to see him get on the board against Tunsil. Yeah. And like you said, I think it would be a big stepping stone into Odafe's year because uh, we really need it from him in terms of sack production. So I, I I honestly don't even know if Tavius Robinson will be active for this game, but we'll see um, because Bowser is out and Ham is out. It is possible that that Tavius Robinson will be active, but he doesn't really play very much in terms of special teams. So it'd be a matter of of getting him on the field probably for pass rush situations. I'm personally of the belief that that's all we'll see from uh, Ajabo in this game is is a pass rush situation, but but not an, being an early down player. Uh, and, and I think. And I think potentially we might put Malik Harris and opposite yes. side of Clowney and obvious run is situations. I think that might be the most effective package that we have just so we don't get 
Odafe. We don't want to. We yeah. We don't want to affect his development at all at this point in his career. We need to keep him on the pass rush side of things. So to be able to keep Harrison on the edge and then Clowney on the edge for rundowns, I think that's going to be crucial. Yeah, I I agree. I think that's the way it'll it it probably ends up working out. And then we see a Jabo replacing, not replacing Clowney, but going over and rushing on his side while Clowney maybe kicks inside on some of these yeah. passing downs. Could also be a Jabo from the inside, by the way. And Again, this group of personnel really hasn't played together. Ajabo has hardly played at all, obviously, in the NFL at this point. Uh, Clowney uh, has not played for the Ravens, and he could play inside. He could play outside on third down. And we don't even, in fact, know that it won't be Matabiki and Jones will be two guys that they try and get on the field as defensive linemen yeah. on third down, which doesn't seem unrealistic to me. Who do you think uh, rushes on the strong side, Ojabo or Odafe? I, I I think they want to keep uh, – I'll tell you what I want, okay? And I don't know if this is what the Ravens want or not, but I really want to keep Adafe on the rush side, which means he'll be opposite Tunsil the whole day. If they if they move him to the strong side, that's that runs the risk or, you know, the risk the – you know, he's maybe the only guy who can really do it of having him try to take coverage snaps, and I, I don't like that at all. So well, I know Clowney is not really suited for that, and he's – this is a big thing for Ravens fans. Clowney uh, has rushed the uh, sorry has yeah rushed the passer about ninety seven percent of the time he's been on for a pass rush snap. He's had three point three percent coverage snaps in his career on passing plays. Bowser thirty two percent coverage snaps on passing plays. That's just an incredible Never mark again. of versatility. For the, yeah. I mean, it's ten times as often. He, he, he obviously rushes, he covers rather, but it's a tremendous amount of versatility he provides McDonald in terms of ability to rush from different places, and you don't know who's coming, and that simulated pressure may actually be simulated instead of it's obviously a fake. Let's work against it. Um, yeah. You know, so it's it's just a it's an enormous thing to have him back there, and they just don't. There isn't anyone like him in the whole league, but they don't have anyone like him who really even can drop at all. And the guy who might be best at it is probably away just because of his athleticism. But if they screw around with his career at this point, I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, I think more so I was saying uh, if there was a tight end chip or back to the, the side of the tackle, who do you want on that side? If there's a tight end chip, I, I'm sorry, be more clear about that. So are you saying the, the, the edge rusher on that side is usually going to be the outside shoulder of the tight end? Yeah. Okay, so if uh, our, our explain to me what you mean by that in terms of who do you want on that side? So meaning between Ojabo and Owe, who would you rather be on that on that side? I want I rush? want Owe on the weak side because then he's that makes him the rush linebacker, which means he's going against a naked tackle. So his job is okay. to figure out how to beat Laramie Tunsil, and okay. and almost all. NFL teams, there are a couple exceptions, but almost all NFL teams are right-handed, meaning their strong side is the right side. And that's usually because of the way their guards are. Usually the, the right guard is more of a door opener, so they tend to run right, so they want to have the extra body on that side right. and more length at right guard than they have at left guard. The left guard tends to be the more mobile player who can pull and, uh, and find somebody in space. Got it. All right. Um, anything else? About this, we want to talk about. I mean, I think it's some great points about about Owe in particular, his development. Um, very key for this team. Yeah, I think back to the the big picture. It's going to be about. Uh, it's going to be about hiding these corners 
and their yeah. deficiencies. <laughs> um, that's the whole point of making sure our pass rush gets home this game. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of basic shell coverage coming from McDonald on the outside. No, I don't think it's going to be rarely that we have man. I think the only time we see man is if we have a blitz coming. Uh, yeah, it's going to be probably mostly dink and dunk on the Texan side. I don't think the Ravens are going to let anything go over top. Well, things go wrong quickly for rookie quarterbacks. And if you got eyes on them, that's generally a very good thing because balls get tipped, balls mm-hmm. get overthrown, and that's when balls get intercepted. So let's hope that uh, we see some of all of those uh, in this game in, in, in addition to a bunch of sacks. Stroud, uh, I, I liked him more than any other quarterback coming into this draft. I liked him more than Richardson. I, he was he was my guy in terms of the quarterbacks. I I do think he's going to be good. I just hope that, that uh, like not- uh, Eli Manning, it doesn't start this game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think uh, I did like Stroud. Uh, he has the size. I think he has the arm strength as well. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be, it's going to be a little bit until the Houston Texans can get a good enough roster for him to be able to compete in the AFC. All right. Outstanding. A lot of fun doing this show, Frazier. I look forward to doing this with you on a weekly basis. Tell folks where they can talk football with you online. You guys can find me on Twitter slash X at F underscore R A V E eight. That's F underscore rave eight. All right. Outstanding. Other folks out there, if you want to be on a film study short, hit me up with a DM on Twitter. They're always open. I'm always interested in new ideas, and I seem to get several per month. Really appreciating the fact that the fan base is still coming up with some good, some very good ideas uh, and want to start these conversations, want to meet new people who might be on shows more regularly in the future. So uh, uh, again, uh, I'll say goodbye for uh, Frazier and myself. Uh, my, he's my co-host. I, I don't say thanks for joining me in this particular case, but uh, Frazier, a lot of fun doing this show with you. And we'll talk thanks, to you next man. time on Film Study. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.